Welcome to the Digestible Dynamics Podcast, a podcast for the innovators from the experts. We know that you're busier than ever, and the last thing you need as a business applications innovator is a lengthy, drawn-out podcast where you walk away with the possibility of learning something new. Well, that's how the Digestible Dynamics Podcast is different. Each episode will contain one digestible tidbit about Dynamics 365 that you can immediately apply to your business. With the combined experience of three decades in the business application space, Dr. KJ and I understand that the power of technology is not about the features and functions, but rather the value it can bring to your business to help you transform and drive growth. That's why we'll focus on the most useful things that you need to know about the Dynamics 365 platform. Welcome, everybody, to another episode of Digestible Dynamics Podcast, your number one source for snackable tidbits that help you optimize your Dynamics 365 experience. Kevin, when you think about business applications, what comes to mind? Fantastic question, KJ. When I think of business applications at their core, I find that they do two key things, really. They help end users, whether they're sellers, marketers, field service technicians, warehouse managers, or customer service agents, and other people in between that I'm forgetting. It helps them do their job more efficiently through things like automation, especially automation of time-consuming, repetitive tasks. And it helps them operate more intelligently by having a central repository about key contacts, accounts, projects operations, etc. That information then is supplemented with AI or other outside info like LinkedIn to really create that intelligent picture of their customers. KJ, how about you? What comes to mind when you think about biz apps? No, that's 100% correct, um, except I would just mention while biz apps does what you just mentioned, they also capture key insights about the customer, the business, and even you know have predictive insights. So all of those insights are meant to empower end users and management with the necessary data to adjust their strategies appropriately. I'm not sure how I could forget insights and reporting. I feel like every demo I have given highlights insights and reporting. What a rookie mistake. Well, I mean, you don't have to have a PhD to get this, but I got your back anyway. (laughs) Okay, touche, touche. I don't have a PhD, so I've got no comeback for that. But we're not here to roast Kevin. We'll save that for a bonus episode if, if the audience requests it. But today we're talking about an important and powerful component of our Power Platform, which is Power BI. Yeah, I definitely like to roast Kevin here and there. But if you really want a quick introduction into what the Power Platform is, we really recommend checking out our episode on it with Brian Schaefer, which is season one, episode six. But Kevin, we're not the experts. We're here to educate our innovators on Power BI. So do you mind introducing today's guest? I don't mind at all. Before we dive into this week's episode, let's learn about our Dynamics 365 expert, Scott. As a principal program manager on Microsoft's Power BI customer advisory team, Scott Sewell is passionate about helping Dynamics 365 and Power Apps users quickly gain actionable insights from the valuable data in their Dataverse environments through the magic of Power BI. Before joining Microsoft, Scott worked as a Dynamics 365 CE implementation architect with the global partner implementing business applications and organizations large and small beginning with the version of 1.0 of Microsoft CRM in 2003. After a dozen years of living in the middle of New York City, Scott relocated with his wife to rural West Tennessee, where Amy now teaches in College of Business for the local university. All right. Welcome, everyone, to another episode of the Digestible Dynamics Podcast. We have here Scott, who is going to talk about Power BI and tell us about how powerful it is. Pun 100% intended. Welcome, Scott. Hey, it's great to be here. 
Love it. So for our listeners and our business application innovators who may not know what Power BI is, how would you describe it? Well, Power BI is the kind of the leading analytics platform from Microsoft. Uh, it's really the industry leader in terms of taking data. Um, it's got a lot of components to it. There's a there's a lot to it, but it, but in the at the end of the day, it's a lot of times you're seeing it as uh, visualizing charts, graphs, analytics, understanding what's happening in the AI layer underneath it. Really, all about you know that layer is what you're seeing visible, but below it's it's all the services that pull that data together, mash it up, and give you some anal- some understanding off of it. That's awesome. And so what you're saying kind of in a nutshell is you can bring different sources and bring that into Power BI and then you can visualize those and then, you know, share those with with individuals outside of your organization or internally. KJ, that's exactly right. What you have inside of Power BI is the ability to pull the data from the different sources, mash it up, combine it, run analytics on it in a very high speed fast way it can grind out understanding what's going on inside of that and then visualize it to the users of your application, in this case, Dynamics. There are tools in it that you can publish it outside, but really I'm, my, my focus is really on getting those insights back in the hands of uh, Dynamics users. Okay. So if I was to look at like some movies like of IMBD or something like that, and I was able to take that link or something and throw it into Power BI, could... Could I source that data and sparse it out and then make a chart based on, hey, I actually want to see Marvel versus DC and things like that. Could I could I do something like that? Yeah, it's it's interesting you say that because there's actually some of the uh, the demo examples take that IMDB data, pull it together, and consolidate information about the the box office receipts, who's in it, which universe is it part of. And then surface that, uh, but that in that case, it's sourcing the data directly from the web. One of the cool things about the tool is it's got that ETL layer built into it. So using Power Query, I can go out to sources, like you said, a web source, or it could be an SAP or Dynamics in my case. All those sources can be reached out to, and we can pull that data in to Power BI for analysis. And, and the cool thing also is you can take that data and mash it together against other sources for deeper understanding. Oh man, so it sounds like a a massive repository of of analytics that you can create, you can interact with. And just out of curiosity, Scott, where would it fit within just the Dynamics 365 strategy if I was a, a company that had Dynamics, you know, uh, field service or sales? How would how does Power BI fit into that? Really nicely actually is where it fits in. It uh it's a tool that says I think what my passion area has always been that Dynamics projects, and and we talked earlier about, I started on Dynamics. That was my bread and butter since really 2003, implementing CRM 1.0, moving up through all the other iterations of Dynamics as, as it grew. And we see the, the real explosion of Dynamics across the landscape. We see just this incredible value of gathering and processing data that's going on inside of Dynamics. What we don't have inside of Dynamics, we have very simple dashboards, very simple kind of reports. They're kind of operational. But what we don't have is the ability to say, let me take big, huge sets of data that we have that we're gathering or data from inside of Dynamics plus data outside of Dynamics and combine it 
to try to find some understanding or find insights and drive KPIs or whatever the, our, our metrics are that really define our success. It fits really nicely in, inside the Power Platform space because it is that tool that says, wherever your data is, that's fine. We're going to take, take bits of it, bring it together, and drive insights off of it, whether it be like in the sales example, a sales example where we're saying, I'm gonna combine data from my sales as well as look back into my, my warehousing so that I can bring that together and visualize it inside of Dynamics. Or the example you gave of field service where we can say, I've got my field service data that's coming through all my work orders and my operational tracking there, but let me also layer in signal data from this field, from IoT devices. Let me bring that in and stream it so I can pull up inside of my account record, inside of my facility record in uh, field service and see what's going on in terms of work orders, but also see what's live happening in the field because we can stream that data into uh, that environment real time. So it's really a, a, a nice piece of glue that will bring together pieces of the, of the platform. I love that pieces of glue brings everything together. Now, you, I think you answered one of the, the future questions I was going to ask, but I want to make sure that, that I clarify. The difference between using out-of-the-box reporting like whatever you're using in, in field service or sales versus Power BI as the way I understand it is if you have sources from a niche solution that doesn't exist within the Dynamics platform, the Power Platform, et cetera, you can still use Power BI. But if you just want to see a sliver of what's happening in sales or field service, then you can use the out-of-the-box reporting. Is that a correct differentiation? Yeah, well, think about it from this perspective. Inside the out-of-the-box the out tools that we have for reporting in the Power Platform, and I'm really thinking Dataverse at this point, Dataverse and that, that layer, those tools, we can do very operational reports off of, I think the maximum is, what, 50,000 records? We can say, give me the last 50,000 records, show me how many work orders the user is working on, or how many work orders have we done this week, that type of operational. Additionally, all that data that's going to be visualized in those reports needs to already have been landed inside of Dynamics, uh, either through ETL tools or bringing in virtual tables, whatever you're doing, you've got to get it into Dynamics in order for it to be visual, visible through the out-of-the-box reporting tools. Those out-of-box reporting tools, I'm not, not taking anything away from them. They're just really designed for that end-user operational reports. Now, when you want to look at something where you were saying, show me some trends, show me some calculations like month-over-month -month variance, those are, those are types of calculations that are not available in the out-of-the-box tools. Show me trending over time. Show me a prediction of how this tool, how this trend would look if we roll the, you know, roll the calendar forward for a few months. Or show me regression analysis against it to say, what are the different factors that come in and lead to this KPI either being above target or below target? What are the levers we can pull to make a change to that and which ones actually have the biggest impact on it? Those are the kind of analysis tools that Power BI brings into the picture that really supplement and extend what uh, what's available out of the box with with Dynamics reporting. Okay, so it seems like, you know, as you're talking about Power BI here, it seems as if it's custom to what you need and then you can service that, whether it's in Dynamics, you can use a Power App, you could 
you know, whatever you would like to do. I think those are really the two use cases, right? Dynamics and power apps where you can service that, provide it to the field, provide it to your back office, whatever it may be, based on the all the data, all the the different points of data that you're receiving in, right? And and customizing to your liking. Is that what I'm getting? What I what, what I'll make sure that I don't misconstrue here. Okay. That Power BI is used on larger and bigger and bigger data sets that have nothing to do with dynamics. Okay. My personal focus is really that dynamics layer. Okay. Uh, so that's really where I spend my time focused on. But Power BI is not in any way limited to the dynamics platform. Got it. No, no, I really appreciate that. Can you can you give a quick differentiation? Because a lot of people use Excel, right, for reporting and, and so forth. Can you then give an example of Excel versus Power BI? When is maybe a good time to use, you know, either one of those? Yeah, Power BI and Excel work beautifully together. There's a real strength there because, you know, Excel is number one data tool in the world, I think. I don't think anybody disputes that. The nice thing is now that Excel, if I wanted to cross over, you know, a couple million records, looking back over signal data from IoT, that's going to way outstrip Excel's ability to grab it. Not only can it not get it all into a spreadsheet, it's just not, it's kind of unwieldy for the end user to dump it all into a spreadsheet and wait for it to load onto their their workspace. More likely what you're going to do is pull that into Power BI, into the to the engine there at the Power BI engine, and then point Excel to that and let Excel say, Show me the summary of this data. Show me the trend of the data. Show me the uh, the analytics, like a, a, a you know go forward trend or year over year comparisons, or all you know am I up ten percent year over year? Or show me the seasonality in the data. All that's the type of thing that Power BI does brilliantly in terms of uh, the calculation engine in Power BI. But I, there's there's not a competition at all because Excel is fantastic for all, so many things. The cool thing actually is, in some cases, you can have a lot of that massive data sitting coming into the Power BI engine. You can actually combine that with data sitting in Excel for your some custom summary, comes some custom reporting with what we call a composite report. So the usefulness there can be, I can have a, an amazing stuff, stuff going on in Dynamics and IoT data and other stuff that's being pulled together inside of my Power BI model but I can combine that with something that I have, you know, close to the vest. I've got some sort of report locally, a sort of data source locally that I'd like to combine into a what we call a, com- a composite data set and get even greater detail on that. So it's a it's a it's a cool mix there. Love it. All right, Scott, the last question I wanted to ask you is I know you're focused on Power BI and the Dynamics layer. So w- what is your favorite uh, customer use case when it comes to Power BI and Dynamics? Yeah, the great examples of that always tend to be the combination of dynamics data with data coming from outside of dynamics. Back in roll back in the old days and when I started implementing dynamics, if I wanted to report on anything, I had to lift and shift data to move it over and pull it in and then I could report off of it. That was the old days. Now what I'm seeing is data from dynamics then being supplemented with data from ERP systems, warehousing, IoT data brought together and bring that forward into the user's hands through Power BI. In fact, internally, one use case 
we have a Power BI Power App that's sitting on our data, and each customer, each record represents a customer. What we've actually done is we have all these reports in multiple systems that are out, you know, across Microsoft, and we went ahead and brought a Power BI report from each of those different systems into the customer record in our environment. That way, the Power App actually, in some ways, becomes just a navigation tool for Power BI. It's crazy, but it actually works beautifully because if I go to the A Datum customer record and I open up the Power BI tabs on that A Datum customer record in that model-driven app, each tab represents something about the the Azure usage they're using, uh, how many licenses they have, suggestions that that customer has offered, questions that we have for the customer, different things that we've had, interviews we've had with them. And all of those are Power BI reports from completely different systems across Microsoft, but they're being brought together and filtered according to the customer I'm having a conversation with. So if I go to have a conversation with a datum, I've got this really rich 360-degree view of what's going on with our relationship with that customer. It's a, a really powerful tool. The fun part about this is being able to talk with customers and partners about the strengths of how Power BI can really make an impact on their Dynamics implementation. And I think in the originally the first first days as I was doing this, the you know, I would find that you know customers say, yeah, well, you know, look, I'm focused on Dynamics. I know Power BI or Analytics is a, kind of a different ball game, so I'm going to focus my my attention on dynamics. And I, I understand how they, they would feel that way. Um, that seems, on a, on a superficial level, that seems very reasonable. But I, I've also had other customers who felt that way over time. What they found was that analytics became an accelerator for their dynamics implementation. That ability to say what and crystallize and, and measure what's important to me, to my organization, why am I spending this time and effort implementing Dynamics? I want to know that when I implement it, I can move the needle. Not only can I move the needle, but I can also prove that I've, I've improved the processes that I'm trying to uh, focus on. You know, it's a, it makes that, those successes visible to the decision makers. It makes that uh, giving me insights where I've combined the data together adding the AI tools that are just natively a part of Power BI and their analytic stack. These are pulled together uh, naturally and just make them visible to the user and make the user give it access to them right away so they can grab that understanding and make decisions and move on. It's really a powerful solution that uh, the customers that have found that and said, yeah, it's worth investing in both of these together because the combination is is greater than the sum of the parts. No, exactly. Making the right decision based on your data is, is key in any organization. So, Scott, we want to thank you so much for jumping on the Digestible Dynamics podcast. We look forward to having you back on super soon. But until then, Digestible Dynamics folks, Power BI, loving it. Thank you so much. Thank you for tuning in to Digestible Dynamics podcast a show for you, the innovators, with content directly from the experts. While we only cover one tidbit of Dynamics 365 per episode, 
If you want to learn more, head over to our LinkedIn page by searching for Digestible Dynamics on LinkedIn so that we can guide you to the right resource to help you maximize your Dynamics 365 experience. If you have any other questions, email your host, KJ and KG at digestibledynamics at microsoft.com. Until next time, folks.